With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. Welcome back, MD Nation, to the program. You are listening to the MD's Fantasy Football Show or watching it, streaming to you live on social media at Show, And, of course, we're always available to you on our YouTube channel. Subscribe when you get the chance. Check us out after the show on your favorite pod streaming app. We're available to you everywhere. And I'm your host, Dan Mater. Joined here with Chris Dowhauer. We're here to talk about our DFS contest our free contest that we have for you all today here on DraftKings, and hopefully maybe give you a little bit of advice that you can utilize in some other tournaments that you'll be a part of this week in dfs and win you guys some money chas florida of course will join us in the second half of the show to talk about our lock bets of the week but for now we have our drafting lineup cards but first chris how you doing this friday night I'm doing pretty good. And when you say you can find us everywhere, I mean, literally, you can find us everywhere right now. Absolutely. Every, all on your favorite pod streaming apps. We're going to be available on multiple TV channels soon. That's very exciting stuff. That'll be coming up very soon for MD Nation. We'll let you know more about that and where we'll be available as that all gets underway. A lot of exciting things we're getting out there to MD Nation, Chris. I'm very excited to have you part of the ride as we give out this great content, we enjoy doing so much. We want to help the people have fun and win money. And look, this week was a little bit rough as far as the injuries go. There's a lot of moving parts. And we do this lineup thing on Friday night now. We used to do it on Saturday night. But now we do it on Friday night. The, the problem with that is, you know, there's going to be a lot of game time decisions this Sunday. So keep that in mind when you're doing your drafting lineups. Make sure if there's injuries out, don't, you know, don't just set your dynasty and your redraft lineups. Make sure you remember your, you got to set your DFS lineups too. Cause sometimes you can forget about that. 
But I feel pretty good about my lineup. Chris, let's dive into yours. Sure. So one person I'm pretty sure is going to be healthy, hopefully this week, after a debacle last week, I'm starting with the quarterback, Dak Prescott. I expect a big bounce back versus Atlanta, $6,900. Uh, Prescott has a, a history of basically doing really well after he struggles the game before. So I expect him to kind of be more sharp. I know that he had a little bit of rust. Uh, there was a lot of things Denver kind of did disrupt their offense in general. But Atlanta's not the same kind of defense. It's uh, basically an easy kind of pickings for him, I think. And I think he's going to get back on track this week. It's hard to be any worse than he was last week. That point <laughs> is for certain. Very uh, true. Against Atlanta, which they've played a little bit over their heads recently. But you figure CeeDee Lamb's a little bit healthier. Amari Cooper's a little bit healthier. You get Michael Gallup back this week. Not sure how many snaps he'll play, but he'll still be back in the mix. Ezekiel Elliott seems like he's going to be okay. He's going to practice all week long. He'll be active too. So he'll have his full plethora of weapons against an Atlanta team that has managed to stay competitive on offense. I think that's the big key here. Because with the Dallas Cowboys, they've proven that, look, we'll run if we can. And they should be able to run with some effectiveness in this game. But I think the Atlanta offense will be able to do just enough. Remember that Dallas defense is kind of banged up at the moment to keep this game close enough that they will have to throw the ball and score points throughout four quarters and kind of get the offense back on track. So I kind of like to play there at $6,900. I'm kind of curious to see if you wind up stacking it at all. I I wasn't that brave. While I'm hoping for a bounce back, I'm not banking on a bounce back necessarily. Okay. Um, but I do think that you, you, know, you hit a lot of good points with Atlanta's defense. This defense doesn't have a pass rush. Without Tyron Smith, you know, Dallas does struggle with pass protection, but that's one thing you don't have to worry about in this game. And then basically Atlanta's secondary is very beat up. You saw Trevor Simeon have a decent game, so that's how you know that Prescott should be able to get back on track. Yeah. Um, in my running back position, I went with some value, I think, and I'm, I was shocked that he was this cheap. And I'm going Leonard Burnett, my first running back, $6,100 playing Washington. Um, I'm being, you talk about people being out or questionable going into this game. Not sure what's going to happen with Chris Godwin. We know there's no Gronk. We know there's no Antonio Brown. But we do know there's going to be Leonard Fournette in this backfield. And the Washington has struggled worse to run the entire season, especially tackling-wise. So I'm excited about Leonard Fournette, not only for the opportunity to get some touchdowns, but he's been involved in the passing game quite often in this, for this Tampa Bay offense. With all these guys out, you know, he has a chance to have a decent game with that in the pass protection. And so in the pass, passing game as well. Yeah, his involvement in the passing game has given him this RB1 ceiling that he hasn't had really in, in quite a few years now at this point. So, yeah, against Washington, a team that, if nothing else, Tampa Bay will at least move the ball again. So probably have red zone opportunities for Leonard Fournette to run it in. His involvement in the past game puts him right there, safe floor. $6,100 is a steal. You're asking him to score 18.3 fantasy points at that price tag. And I think there's a good chance he gets that or maybe into the 20s, quite frankly, with what he's been able to do on the field. One of the few running backs out there, frankly, who's been very involved in both rushing and receiving and on a good offense and getting opportunities in the red zone. So I like the pick there. And also healthy. So that's the key as well. There's no question right. marks about his health. The only thing I'll say well. is that, you know, with him, does he have that RB1 ceiling that you're kind of looking for when you're playing a DFS tournament? But at $6,100, just having an RB1 ceiling in that range in general is good enough. Yeah, and I think also when you look at kind of the matchups, you know, I'm sure we'll get into a little bit more. But he has one of the better matchups, and $6,100, there's not a whole lot of guys outside Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor who've been you know, killing it this season consistently, as Leonard Burnett has been over the last five, six weeks. So my other running backs, I think, is one of the other steals, and I hope that everybody kind of thinks about having this guy as a key part of the DFS lineups this week. Nestor Ernest Johnson, um, when you have the backfield to yourself and literally to yourself, 
Um, I have a lot of confidence that you're going to get some kind of volume, particularly a run first team such as the Cleveland Browns. And the Patriots have been okay versus the run. They have, you know, they have some stoutness. But Darius Johnson, when he was out there, he, he produced like an RB1. He should be involved in the passing game as well. There is no cream hunt to steal his touches. There's nobody still his touches, basically. So this is a guy that I had a lot of confidence in $4,700. I'm excited by the price tag. Yeah, Dearness Johnson is the free space in tournament leagues this week, period. He's going to be highly played, but it doesn't mean he's a bad play. At $4,700, to get a guy who has that kind of value and be able to play up at other positions, take the free space. And bingo, everybody gets the free space. Why? Because it's a good thing. You need to have it. So this is what he is in this lineup here. So don't worry about him being highly owned. He allows you to do so many other things while keeping a high ceiling for your fantasy team. You're not going to find better value really than Dearness Johnson. That's what happens when the whole team goes on a Halloween party tour. And apparently Dearness Johnson's the only one who did it and winds up being the only one who didn't test positive for COVID. And he's the last one left, as you say. So he's going to be involved, not just in the rushing game, but in the passing game as well. There's no Demetric Felton even to take away targets there. So at $4,700, he's a steal. Yes, he's also my lineup in my flex play. So we'll have him out of the way when we go through my lineup later on in the show. So if I playing him, I'm able to play, play Devontae Adams in my lineup. $700, a little more expensive, the most expensive receiver out there. But when you think about getting Aaron Rodgers back probably this week, you're playing a Seattle defense to struggle versus the past most of the season. I know there's a lot of talk about Seattle's defense kind of getting better as time has progressed. Uh, they play Jacksonville. They play Pittsburgh. Let's not get too excited about ourselves. So I have no doubts that Devontae Adams should be back on track. I'm sure he's super happy to get Aaron Rodgers back after last week's debacle. He still led the team by far in targets. So I think he's going to have, you know, continue to be the guy both on the field and inside the 20s. So I think this guy has, a, a, you know, sky's the limit. He should be getting back to Devontae Adams' numbers for us this week. I do have one question for you on Devontae Adams. But, I mean, I like the pick first and foremost. And that, and that even paying up for Devontae Adams with Aaron Rodgers back is still a good move. But I will say this. Do you think Rodgers will have any rust, let's say? We've seen guys kind of like they kid disappear. They have to go into quarantine they can't really work out too much, nor can they practice. Do you think he's got any rust heading into this game affecting Devontae Adams' normal ceiling? I mean, there's a possibility that I know that in the beginning of the season, Aaron Rodgers did look rusty after not really practicing, not playing most of the preseason. However, he has been getting kind of more of a groove. He's only been out a week. It's not like he's been missing multiple weeks. Um, I think that his guys, you know, we're week nine, week 10 right now. So he's had plenty of reps with, you know, Aaron Rodgers. I'm not really worried about them getting kind of back on the same track. And, you know, we saw last week where Jordan Love was you know, really struggled, but the team still – he still led the team by far in targets. I think no matter what, you're going to get the volume opportunity there. So you want to kind of bank on that, that, you know, with Aaron Rodgers, you have probably a better chance that most of those completions – at least half those completions should have been complete. And I think as a result, you're going to have a good ceiling. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. I just wanted to ask the question. You know, I, I, totally, I totally agree because I think there is some concern about you know, what will Aaron Rodgers be able to do – what can he kind of bring back? Like I said, I think it was just something that he missed multiple weeks and I'm even a little more concerned. We've seen quarterbacks miss a week and come back and not really miss a beat. I don't think, you know, this is going to be any different. And what we love about this is not just a new connection. It's like they just signed somebody new. This is Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers have been together forever. Absolutely. Um, so my other receiver, I think this is another must play, particularly with the injuries we kind of talked about. And that's with Mike, uh, Mike Evans. I love Mike Evans versus Washington. While I have Fournette in my lineup, I also love the opportunity for the passing game. Mike Evans is the number one receiver for this Tampa Bay. It's clear. We're not worried about Antonio Brown getting involved. We're not worried about Chris Godwin. 
they have some other pieces that might be, you know, kind of used. But overall, we know Mike Evans is going to have a chance to kind of be used all over the field, probably in the slot on the outside. So I'm super excited about Mike Evans, and I feel like this is a chance to kind of let him flourish and be your number one in your lineup. $6,900, not too bad of a price tag. Yeah, uh, Mike Evans, to me, in my mind, when you're looking at that price tag, is another free space heading into this matchup. I'm with you. It doesn't really matter whether Chris Godwin plays or not. Even if he does, he'll probably be limited to some degree. And you have a smash play here against Washington. You get They're coming off the bye. Like you said, no Antonio Brown, no Rob Gronkowski. So the touchdown, the red zone opportunities will be there. The extra volume will be there. The great connection with Tom Brady will be there. And he's $6,900. And he has the ceiling of a wide receiver one on the week, given the circumstances surrounding him heading into this week 10 matchup. He is also my wide receiver one in my lineup too. So we both share Mike Evans heading into week 10. So my next play is a little bit of a contrarian play. He's been kind of slumping as of late. Um, but I think this is a bounce-back opportunity for him versus the Vikings. And I go with Mike Williams for $6,600. I'm aiming for the touchdowns in my lineup this week. I'm going for the big guys. And I think that some of these guys, you know, are due for some big games. Mike Williams has struggled over the last few weeks. But he's not playing the same defenses. He's not going to have a lockdown. He's not going to Darius Slay across from him. He's not having the Chargers who've been taking away number one receiver. I'm sorry, not the Chargers. Um, the Patriots who take away number one receiver. You're going to have a guy out here who has a chance to basically – exploit this questionable if that's Minnesota secondary. They have a questionable pass rush right now. So I like Mike Williams to kind of get back on track. $6,600. I think he's got a chance to have a good game. I think you, you know, get back to that RB receiver one status. Yeah. I've been talking about him all week that this is the week that he has to get back on track. If he has any chance to turn the corner and get back to what he was in the earlier part of the season. This is a Vikings defense. You definitely should be able to take advantage of. You're in Los Angeles where the Chargers play a lot better at home. So, yeah, it, this is pretty much a make-or-break week for Mike Williams. And if he hits, he's probably going to hit big. So I don't mind going with that for a DFS tournament play. And because and he's on a cold be, streak. Right. And because he's on a cold streak, he's probably not going to be owned very lot. So it might be a contrarian play heading into door- tournament plays as well. Yeah, and as I kind of headed upon, like, we're going to have some guys that are free spaces, but I also think sometimes you want to kind of mix it up. And if you have a good feeling about a guy or you see that it's been a couple games, a lot of times, you know, offenses pay note, pay note to that as well. Realize they got to get a guy kind of involved, and I think this is an excellent opportunity for him to do so in a game that should be, in the, you know, high scoring on both sides. I agree. So <clears throat> because of these injuries also, one of the targets that I'm going to have in my tight end position is going to be uh, for Ruth. From Pittsburgh, I, you still Trace Claypool's out. Um, this becomes, you know, basically Ben Roethlisberger's favorite target in the red zone by far. Without a Claypool in the lineup, you know, Deontay, Deontay Justin will be out there. Still have Harris, but they don't have anything else really that you're kind of banking on. Vermouth is going to be coming more and more involved in this offense between the 20s. And as I said, like the red zone, he's definitely somebody that Ben looks for consistently. Playing the Detroit Lions, you can't ask for a better matchup. Uh, it should be a little bit colder out there. You know, you know, Jared Goff kind of struggles in the cold, so there's a chance for the Pittsburgh to kind of get the ball back and opportunities to kind of score some points. So I'm going with Vermouth for $3,900. Yeah, we saw it last week. He's got the opportunity. He's got the ceiling to score two touchdowns in a given week. I don't care that Eric Ebron is back. They're going to lean both on both these tight ends really more so because Chase Claypool is out, as you mentioned there. So he'll lead the way, I think, in red zone targets when they get in that situation and because they're playing Detroit, even though they're Steelers' offense, they should have ample opportunity for that to come to fruition for Pat Fearmouth. So I, I like to play there. Any excuse I can have to pay down at tight end, 
I also want to take advantage of that as well. Yeah, and I think he has one of the safer floors when you do pay down for the tight end this week as well. And then the flex option, you know, I talked about Dernis Johnson. This guy won't totally have the backfield to himself, but there's a good chance he could have most of the backfield to himself. And that's Brandon Bolden from New England Patriots. Um, I think this guy you know, had been heavily involved in the passing game. He's definitely going to have an opportunity to be rushing the rushing game. If it's only Taylor is going to be active. Stevenson did not practice today. Harris did not practice today. Both those guys are doubtful for Sunday. So I think this is an excellent opportunity for Baldwin to kind of step up. Um, and I don't love his talent necessarily, but I love his opportunity. And I love that he's involved in the passing game and the running game no matter what. So I think this guy has a lot of upside. This the game that should be fairly close, um, and I think is basically Matt Jones' security blank without James White in this lineup. So for $4,400, I think he's an excellent value on top of all that. And I'm putting him in my lineup. I think a lot of people might have forgot about him this week, but I did not. Yeah, look, he doesn't have the biggest ceiling in the world, right? But DraftKings is PPR. We know Brandon Bolton will be allowed to catch the ball, and you add in the extra volume. A touchdown is in his future. $4,400 is the great price tag of why you like Brandon Bolton. There was a confusing report this morning about Ramondre Stevenson looks good, and they thought he was going to be out there at practice, and they're like, no, 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 no. Official report is he did not practice, neither did Damian Harris, and that's not a good sign. We talk about this all the time. You really need to practice in a limited capacity on a Thursday, be able to practice again on Friday to know that you're on the right track to be cleared on a Sunday when you're going through the concussion protocol. That did not happen here. I don't think either one of them are going to be activated, and Brandon Baldwin might find himself with a lot of volume, both in the rushing and passing game, heading into this match against Cleveland on Sunday. The Patriots only have one way to move the ball. That's through the running game, okay? They don't, they can't really attack down the field. They don't have the capacity to do so. And Cleveland's defense playing a lot better as of late. So they're going to need Brandon Bolden to move the chains and use the volume. I like the play there. Then we talk about defense. Um, I'm not overly excited about it, but I also think it's not a bad price. The Tennessee Titans is my defense, $2,600. Playing New Orleans Saints offense it does not have Alvin Kamara, which is huge to me. You know, did not obtain OBJ. Um, doesn't really have any more playmakers. Good chance could be starting Trevor Simeon at quarterback. So all the different factors with the team being in Tennessee, Titans defense playing better at late of late, and uh, getting an excellent pass rush, which New Orleans has really been struggling with this season. Surprisingly, the offensive line has not been as good as usually is. I think there's a chance for this defense to get you know not quite quite a few sacks, but also caught some turnovers. I think the matchups kind of you know, plays well out for them. This game's probably going to be a slobber knocker game where it's going to be low scoring in general. So I think there's an opportunity for this defense to kind of, you know, hold the Saints offense down points wise as well. Yeah, always take your shots on defense when the opportunity presents itself. And Tennessee has been one of those popular hot defenses at the moment. So I like it for that aspect too. What we're going to do now is going to take a quick break. When we come back on the other side, we're going to break down my DraftKings lineup card. But remember, this is for the MDs. DFS contest, the free contest where if you win, you will win one free week of easy sports betting data and have your name become eligible for a championship football from championshipfootballs.com. Our last week winner was Mickey Katz 12. Please contact us, by the way, if you're watching the show at all, because we've been trying to get a hold of you. You're owed one free week of easy sports betting data. All you have to do is hit the link. I'm showing it up on the screen now. If you're watching the live stream, if you're not, all you got to do is go to our social media feeds at BellyUpMDFFShow. Look at the comments section. The link will be right there, whether it's on you know 
any social media platform or YouTube is right there in the comments for you guys to hit. It's completely free. All we want is your participation and maybe your viewer and listenership moving forward if you like the show and you like the prizes that we're trying to give away. All right, so let's hit up a quick break. When we come back on the other side, we'll break down my DraftKings lines cards. Everybody stay tuned to the MD's Fantasy Football Show. We'll be back right after this. MD Nation, we want to welcome in a new sponsor of the show called Props Fantasy from PropsFantasy.com. Props Fantasy is a website and app which allows users to import their season-long fantasy teams to challenge other season-long fantasy teams. Their crucial difference is that you can challenge other teams that you are not playing in your league that week or aren't even in your league or not even on the same platform. The idea behind Props Fantasy is to let casual season-long fantasy players use the teams they already have to engage in daily fantasy-type contests for winnings. Users can wager anything from $1 up to $1,000 on a head-to-head challenge. Props Fantasy even harmonizes the scoring. If you are in a PPR league and your opponent is not, Props Fantasy will default to a half-point PPR or you can manually adjust it. They also handle things like standard lineup versus super flex. Their developers are fantasy football diehards and have thought of everything, including IDP. So if you think your season-long team is not just the best in your league, but the best in all leagues, this is your chance to find out and win money when you sign up for the Props Fantasy app today at PropsFantasy.com. So join in on the fun. You're listening to the MD's Fantasy Football Show. Welcome back, Empty Nation, to the show. You are listening and or watching the MD's Fantasy Football Show, streaming to you live on social media at BillyUpMDFFShow. And, of course, on our YouTube channel. Check us out after the show on your favorite pod streaming app. We will be back Sunday morning, by the way, from 12 to 1 p.m. on the Unhinged Radio Network at unhingedsn.airtime.pro. I'm your host, Dan Mater, joined here with Chris Dauhauer. We just went over Chris's DraftKings lineup card. Very solid lineup indeed. And we'll go through mine and see if you guys can pick out, you know, little tidbits here and there while you're putting together your DFS lineups for Sunday. Let's win some money together here on MD Nation. So first and foremost, I went with Carson Wentz at my quarterback position, $5,900. Quarterback, like tight end, like defense. If I can pay down at it, that's what I'm going to try to do. Carson Wentz is already somebody I had ranked as a top 12 quarterback coming into the week anyway against Jacksonville, where all things offensively are possible for the opponent team to be able to do whatever the hell they want to do. And Carson Wentz has been playing really good football over the past month so i'm all over him at fifty nine hundred dollars he's an absolute steal this week yeah you gotta love the value you love that you're playing a jacksonville defense you don't read too much into what happened versus josh allen and buffalo this is a very different offense it's run functions very functions very different there's a good chance that ty helton could be back this week as well so i love carson wentz's upside and definitely love his floor yeah the deep ball will be there but I made sure I stacked him with his favorite target so far this season. I got Michael Pittman at $6,300 heading into this week. He's been a target monster. He's been involved in the red zone. Carson Wentz has been getting him the ball consistently. And with T.Y. Hilton back, I don't think that hurts Michael Pittman. I think it only enhances his chances to get more open. There's going to be a lot of offense scored. And before you respond to that, Chris, I went all in on the Colts. So we'll just go into it. Jonathan Taylor at $8,100 is my RB2 overall in the week. Now, that's something that you don't normally do. You don't normally stack a quarterback with a wide receiver and a running back 
But I can't emphasize this enough. It's the Jaguars defense. And the great thing about what's going on with the Colts offense is this. Jonathan Taylor has been fantastic, but it hasn't been coming because he's getting 20-plus carries in a game. He's getting 15, 16 and getting these big plays and dominating from that standpoint. So the big plays are there, giving enough volume for the offense, for the quarterback, the running back, and the wide receiver to all eat in plus matchups like they did against the Jets. I expect the same thing against the Jaguars. So let me ask you a question like you asked about Adams here. Um, one of the things that's a narrative right now is that Jaguars are one of the tougher teams to run against, which is kind of surprising, but statistically they seem to be. Um, and then of the receiver where they've been – whoever Shaq Griffin's been basically matched up on – or Shaquem Griffin has been matched up on, I should say. Um, I said the right one the first time. But whoever he's been matched up for the last five games, he's actually been eliminating them. He's been having great you know matchups and following guys around. Do you have any concerns about them kind of keying on Pittman with Griffin? And do you have any concerns about this you know, supposed strong run defense in Jacksonville? Uh, no, obviously not. Uh, look, the big thing you're talking about there is that they played against teams that had other options to go to. You have other options to go to your number one receiver, so why bother going towards Griffin? The Colts don't do that. They get Michael Pittman involved come hell or high water. Uh, the run defense, they haven't faced many teams that actually bother to run the football. You think of the Dolphins recently, the Buffalo Bills recently. These are teams that don't run to begin with. And it has when teams actually have committed to the run, they've done just fine against Jacksonville. So, no. I'm not concerned. Context is the key here when you're looking at some of these statistics. And you need context when you're looking at the Jaguars' defense and who they played and what style they play and what they have available to them. The aberration game of the Buffalo Bills, they won their Super Bowl last week. There's a very good chance they run to a buzzsaw here against the Indianapolis Colts from an emotional standpoint. Give me all the Colts players you possibly can. Yeah, I definitely tend to agree. I just wanted to kind of point out that sometimes numbers can be a little bit, you know, misleading, particularly when you don't look at the matchups they've been facing. A lot of people put narratives out there necessarily really paying attention to who people are actually playing. So let's get into the rest of my lineup. I got the running back. Not, I had my number two running back. I got my number one running back in my lineup this week as well. I got Najee Harris. Not worried about the little injury issue. He's having practice limit capacity. He's going to be good to go. This is Detroit Lions. You can do whatever you want against Detroit Lions defense as a running back who gets the amount of volume that Najee Harris gets, he's at $7,900, which is a joke, in my opinion. They have Christian McCaffrey and Jonathan Taylor both ahead of him this week. Give me Najee Harris all day, every day this Sunday. Yeah, I definitely can argue. I think he's going to be one of the top plays that you can have out there. Maybe Dalvin Cook against the Chargers and their terrible run defense. But I think when you look at Najee versus a defense that struggled the entire season versus the run, Talked about, you know, Jared Goff playing out in the cold in Pittsburgh, so there's probably going to be a lot of opportunity for this offense to score points and Najee Harris to kind of dominate this game. So I talked about Mike Evans being a wide receiver. Talked about Michael Pittman being a wide receiver. Then I dug deep, and I went with Tyler Johnson at $3,300. I don't care if Godwin plays. Now, of course, if Godwin doesn't play, it'll be even better for Tyler Johnson. But even if Godwin does, I think he's truly going to be limited. Remember, the guy practiced a limited capacity on Friday. That's the only practice he's been able to have all week long. Even if he's out there, Tyler Johnson had six targets, five catches, 65 yards before last week. He has that big play capability. They didn't activate Scotty Miller yet. So I like Tyler Johnson a lot at $3,300 in a smash play against Washington. It's not all going to go to Mike Evans. And Tyler Johnson has shown in the past he has the big play capability. Yeah, and he's, he's somebody you can play on the inside and the outside. Like you said, depending on what God was situation, he could blow up even more. 
Um, you like the matchup, and you also like the, the fact that Washington's defense is 31st versus the pass this year. So you got Tom Brady kind of coming back off a bye, hopefully hits his little streak and, you know, involves his receivers. Ty Johnson could definitely be a beneficiary of that. I love the price tag. I paid up a little bit more than I normally do at tight end. I went with Dawson Knox at $4,500. Welcome back, Knox. I almost feel like the Buffalo Bills offense, which has been kind of inconsistent so far this year, has been inconsistent since Dawson Knox went down with this hand issue. With him back, I think Josh Allen gets this guy who's been emerging as this great red zone target to be able to go to. Only $4,500. He's got a top five ceiling. So that's where you like the price tag there. He can compete with pretty much any of the tight ends right now, especially with Travis Kelsey, you know, not doing as well as he should be. So I love Dawson Knox here, $4,500 against the Jets, his first week back off the hand surgery. Yeah, a good matchup. Or You got your quarterback who's kind of been struggling with Lake and your security. You can come back as a security blanket. There's a lot of talk narrative out there that Buffalo really wants to commit to the run this, you know, this week and try to establish that. That doesn't hurt Knox. I actually could probably could benefit him in some senses. The more that he can kind of be involved in a physical game, that's going to actually benefit him, give him opportunities in the red zone, to play action plays. I think it's a good value of $4,500, and he never hurts playing the Jets. We talked about Dearness Johnson being a free space. He is my flex play. So let's get into my defense, which is the Carolina Panthers. Now, I went back and forth on this. The big winning factors, I could pay all the way down for them at $2,400 or steal their $2,400. So that's the, that's the number one reason why I went with them. But the number two thing is this. I hope Kyler Murray plays. If Kyler Murray plays on a bum ankle, he can't run. Turnovers and sacks will be in store for the Carolina Panther defense. I think this game, Chris, is going to be very, very ugly on Sunday between the Carolina Panthers and the Arizona Cardinals. Give me the sacks. Give me the turnovers that I do believe are in store. Even if Colt McCoy plays, I like it there too, obviously. But I like this Carolina defense. They're going to lean on the defense to have any chance to win this game because P.J. Walker has to be the starting quarterback. Now, of course, on the flip side, that could be the downside, right? Because P.J. Walker could give up the ball to 25 and then we're all screwed. But that's why you're paying all the way down at $2,400 for a defense that's been very good this season. Yeah, but I mean, it also could happen when Sam Darnold's the quarterback, and he did throw a pick six right. last week, so that you can't necessarily knock you know, Walker and expect that he's going to sabotage your defense. I think it's a nice play. It's a defense that I played a lot of DFS leagues. Like you said, the price tag is wonderful. He's looking for the upside and the fact that this guy's, you know, they have Gilmore, who's been playing, you know, outstanding since he's been kind of there. Uh, their pass rush is healthy. Shaq Thompson's been back. And I'm with you. The, the one of the things that I've noticed, Kyle Murray doesn't have his mobility. He's basically a sitting duck. This offensive line for the Arizona Cardinals is not good. And they do like to have thrown a ball a lot. Um, we saw Green Bay really dominate their front, you know, with their front, and their front's nothing compared to what you have in Carolina. Absolutely not. All right. Now it's time for us to take another quick break. But remember, this is our free MD's DFS contest. Hit the link in the comments. Visit our social media page at Show. We are giving away free gifts like the Easy Sports betting data for whoever wins, and your name will be eligible for a championship football from championshipfootballs.com if you are the winner for the November giveaway. We announced the October giveaway. We already got the football out to the September giveaway. Now we have the November giveaway here. So don't miss out on your chance. It's completely free to play. All we want is your participation. So let's take a quick break. When we come back on the other side, we're going to get Chaz Florida in here. We're going to talk about our lock bets of week 10. So everybody stay tuned to MD's Fantasy Football Show. and We'll be back right after this. Your client's going away for 10 years. Unless. Unless. 
We swap first round picks. It's football season, baby, and you know what that means? It means we're going for two here with the sponsors of today's show, Manscaped. Blitzing through hairs has never been easier, and it's time for you to join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by using promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. It's three and out the window with all the other hair trimmers. Now go tame that wildcat offense. As the world is starting to open, the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped is here to help you get ready. Inside, you'll find their brand new Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, plus two free gifts, Performance Boxer Briefs, and the Shed Travel Bag. The Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped is the perfect package for your package and a key for great grooming and hygiene routine to make sure the boys downstairs are smooth like Tom Brady in the fourth quarter. Get 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at manscaped.com today. You're listening to the MD's Fantasy Football Show. Welcome back, MD Nation, to the show. You are listening and or watching the MD's Fantasy Football Show, streaming to you live on social media at Show, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You get the chance. Check us out after the show on your favorite pod streaming app and make sure you're tuning in from 12 to 1 p.m. on Sunday on the Unhinged Radio Network at unhingedsn.airtime.pro. As always, I'm your host, Dan Mater, joined here with Chris Dowhower. We just went over our free MD's DFS Contest DraftKings lineup cards. And now we bring in the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Chaz Filardi. to talk about some lock bets of the week and what we're seeing on the Easy Sports betting data sheets. Chaz, how you doing tonight? Chaz, I cannot hear you. Is that just me? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. No, it's Chaz. <laughs> Chris is like, nope, I'll back you up. It is just so, Chaz. Just, just to give you guys a fill in while Chaz is working on his audio, Chaz was a big winner last weekend. Um, he talked about the horse racing, kind of introduced to our show, and something that he kind of gave you guys some tips last week on how to kind of win some easy money. I think Chaz said he spent uh, about fifteen sixteen dollars total last week and wound up winning approximately three hundred fifty dollars uh he came the second place winner and he also had a runner up um so Chaz is a multitasking guy over there not only you know trying to get the volume going and and, and <laughs> struggling but um, we're gonna leave him up on the screen because just his facial expressions are entertaining in and of themselves so <laughs> while you get that work out there Chaz. Just tone, just tune in when you get the opportunity to do so. But yeah, no, that's why we bring Chaz on. 
because he's got great sports betting data. Maybe not the greatest audio in the world, but he's got great sports mm. betting data for us to always go off of. And that's why we have a lot of winners here at MD Nation. Chris, when we're, while we're working on getting Chaz back in here, let's kick this thing off. We'll start in some Sunday games. We'll bring him in. First off, we got the Saints-Titans, 1 o'clock game. Titans right now, minus 2.5. Now, we know Kamara is going to be out. The over-under, by the way, is set at 44. We know Trevor Simeon is going to be the starting quarterback. Why, I don't know. But it's hard for me to imagine. This is going to be a low-scoring game. It's hard for me to imagine the Saints being able to pull out a win. If they do, Sean Payton, I crown you coach of the year. But I'm going to go with Tennessee at minus two and a half. They're playing really well on both sides of the ball with or without Derrick Henry right now. The only concern I have is that they came off a big primetime win against Tennessee. So I'm a little bit worried about an emotional letdown. But for some reason, I'm not getting the vibe that's going to happen here. So I like Tennessee at minus two and a half. What what about you when you look at this game? Yeah, this is the game that I do not want to touch with a 10-foot pole. I'm with you. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Um, while I talked about having the Titans defense, I think the Saints defense is going to be a pain in the butt for this Titans offense to face. Julio Jones kind of having the hamstring issue with what bothers me the most. I'd have more confidence. And yeah, I know. Um, I'd be more confident if he had, I know he's completely healthy because I think they can attack him where they risk the air. But if it's just A.J. Brown, that's all they have. We've seen this team kind of struggle to score points. We still have questions about their running game. And New Orleans is no joke when it comes to stopping running backs. So that's, that's an offense that I think can keep the game close. I think it's going to go either way. So it's a game that I'm going to try to avoid if possible. What about the over-under? Will you bet on the 44 over-under, given what you feel about this low-scoring game coming up? It's a pretty good line. I, I probably, If I'm going to bet anything, I might go on the under. I think there could be maybe a possibility that both teams scored in you know, low 20s to maybe there's a team that scores in the teens. But I think the problem for me is that number in Vegas is a smart, you know, smart guys. A 44 is a pretty good number where – you can easily see it being like a 24-20 game. Um, and that's where I think that for me, I'm not necessarily like I don't really want to touch this game. I do think it's going to be more of a defensive battle, but I think it's going to be easy that there's, either team could possibly score 20 points, even if it's a defensive sport, because I think that could be a good possibility as well. But see, my, my numbers gave me a 23-17 line for Tennessee. So I'm going to actually do a same game parlay here. I'm going to feel pretty good about it. I'm going to take Tennessee minus 2.5 and, and the under at 44 Hey, Chad, I hear your keyboard. We have you. I hear you. You can hear me? I can hear, hear you. I just did a show for an hour last night, and everything <laughs> was fine. And then today I'm putting together two bit of tournament, and I can't get my system to work. And, and really, I got so much to be thankful for. It's hard to really get ticked off. You know what I mean? That you, you can't get your show off. But as of right now, there's no two bit of tournament. To, two bit of tournament is. It's a fact. <laughs> but I'll, I'll tell you right now, so far, uh, Mo likes uh, the Chargers, the Colts, and Denver. The Chargers, the Colts, and Denver. Well, let's talk about those games a little bit and get into them. Uh, Chris, do you really love the Chargers against Minnesota this week? They're at minus three at home. The over-under set at 53. Minnesota's always been better on the road. The Chargers should be the better team, but haven't always played like it. They just beat the Eagles by three points, 27-24, and they were at home for that one. I think the Vikings are better than the Eagles are. So you like that game? I do not. I think this is the Vikings season in a lot of ways. I think the Vikings have to win this game to you know, stay in playoff hunt, basically. 
Mike Zimmer's job could depend on this situation. We've kind of talked about that off the air. Will he be continue to be the coach if this team struggles? I think this is one of the biggest games they're going to face this season. I think you're going to see it's a good matchup for their offense, and I think that's why I think the Vikings could pull it out. Dalvin Cook should run, you know, run wild versus defense. And defensively, why well, do you have a lot of questions about the Vikings' defense? They have been able to get to the quarterback a little bit, and they do get some turnovers. Justin Herbert has won two struggles this season. He has a couple turnovers you wouldn't expect, especially inside the red zone, and he hasn't been, you know, he's getting hit a little bit more often than you kind of expect with the off-the-line upgrades they're supposed to have. So those are two things that I do think that gives the Vikings a chance. I think the Vikings should be able to pull it off upset. Um, so I'm not going to be on the Chargers this week. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I, I like the Vikings outright in this game. The Chargers tend to not perform well in these tight matchups that they should be able to take care of, but the team is on the same level as them. They kind of do the Charger thing, and it's not be able to pull it out at the end of the game. So if you're, I'm, I'm not going to pull this a lock. It's not going to be a lock bet, but if you're going to, if I'm going to bet anything, I'm going to bet on the Vikings on the plus 145 money line as an upset pick this week. Now, Chaz, you said Mo liked it. What was the reason Mo liked it, and do well, you like it? Mo's doing a lot of the, um, I think I talked about it with you guys in the past. He does, you know, touchdown, anytime touchdown parlays. Okay. And so he's got the, he's got the Chargers, he's got him throwing for two fifty, and he's got Williams and Eckler scoring. So and we talked about it on the show that you won't see because I am having computer issues. The fact is when you bet a three team like we bet a three team every week, right? It might be at three different right. times, three different TV screens. Some games I got to go stream, but when you do a three team parlay with in line action for the same game. You only need one TV. It's pretty cool if you think about it that way. But here's what I'm looking at. Right now with the Easy Sports data, you're getting a, a read. Remember the first five weeks, you know, maybe you got three home games, two home games. Eh, I don't know. That's not enough for me to, to, to feel that I know who you are. But now we're in week day is 10, right? So I got usually four or five of each. Listen to this. If Minnesota's at home in their last three games, They've lost all three, and they went under all three. On the, on the road, they won all three of their last three, and, and they're over is all three. So, I mean, how bizarre is that? But I remember one year, one team was 3-0, and and I just caught them early, and I was 6-0. Or they were 3-3, three and three, but I was 6-0 and because they were winning at home, and they were losing on the road. So, yeah, I mean, if I look at that, I'm not touching that game. And if I am touching it, it's uh, Minnesota – away says bet minnesota the over so you're with me you're with you're with me and chris we are on the minnesota train let's talk about the other game that you mentioned which was good i'm looking at colors and what i want a perfect world the reason i gave you a winner last week in our parlay is because everybody was blue and you'll hear me say that that's all blue it's all red it's all green Opposite colors are great when it's red and green. If you're red, which is spot bad, right? Red is spot bad. Right. That means you lose. Green is good. I mean, yeah, green money. So that's kind of how we came up with those colors. How do you come up with over and under colors? Actually, you know what? We just said, hey, in hindsight, I probably wouldn't use yellow. I probably would have went with something different. But we had we had the red and the orange look too much like the red. So that was confusing to people. And we did some beta testing. When everybody's you... That's when I, I get excited. And what I do then is I go look and see why. Remember, this is a cheat sheet. It'll get you through. But it's not like, you know, when you get one of those books in English class, it's a cheat book, you know, the, the shortcut books. I forget what the Cliff Notes. Remember Cliff Notes? Right. Yeah, you absolutely. Don't read 180 pages. Cliff Notes is like 39. And you, and you really, you could go to a cocktail party 
and, and, and do a good job and in a book club, they would think you read the book, you know? So this is a cheat sheet. And, and there are certain games that I'm saying, you know, based on the cheat sheet, I want nothing to do with it. And the beauty of it is we've got 13 games Sunday, right? Or Monday. So yeah. I don't have to pick that game. No, absolutely. I'm just thinking, I just hope nobody on your committee, when he came up with the colors, was colorblind. And that would be kind of interesting oh, yes. as far well, as well, that goes. Well, you've got to assume if you're colorblind, you learned it in preschool. So when I say colors, letters, numbers, you know, you, you just, you're not in the audience. You're not part of my target market. <laughs> All right, wouldn't you think by preschool, when you're learning your colors, you know, and you remember, did you see the movie where the, the wedding crasher guys go to Google? That's not yeah. the name of the movie, but I'm going to call it the wedding crasher guys go to Google. Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn, yes. Right, and and the Google movie. there with the Google guy, and he goes, this is like teaching the kid the alphabet, right, for you? He goes, no, no. Like teaching the kid a letter, one oh, letter, one letter, just one letter. <laughs> and really, yeah. for sometimes, for some people, that it really is. They they make it more complicated than it is. It's just keep it simple, stupid. I like it. I like it. That's what we try to do for everybody out there getting the esports betting data. Which, by the way, I should mention. You don't have to just win our contest to get your hands on the easy sports betting data. You can go to bellyupfantasysports.com and sign up for it. It's only $16.50. Again, it gives you eight different ways to bet on every single game. So it's guaranteed to give you some data outputs where you're going to be able to take advantage of trends that are winning money consistently. Right? We're giving them the yes. CFL for free. The gift that keeps on giving. The CFL has been really, really good to us this year. It's our first year covering it. And what I'm most excited about, I've told anybody that would listen, and you guys are stupid enough to listen, so I'm going to tell you too. <laughs> summer is when football is normally in Canada. So we get next summer, we're going to get football with a year of CFL data. Oh, we are going to rock next June. They have summer in Canada? <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, no, 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 they may not, but we do. <laughs> all that matters. Let's talk about the other game you mentioned. You mentioned the Philadelphia Eagles, the Denver Broncos. That actually is one of my lock bets of the week. Why? Because I'm all over Denver at minus two and a half at home. I can't believe that line is only two and a half at home against the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm on Denver all day, every day. What about you, Chris? Yeah, so this is another game I'm super excited about. I think that in theory, Denver should win at home. Um, but Denver's offense is kind of inconsistent. I know they look great against the Cowboys, and, and Eagles have struggled versus you know certain passing situations. I am really interested to see how this game kind of unfolds. I think these teams are kind of equally in a lot of ways talented-wise, so that's why I'm not super excited about it. I think being at home, Denver should have the advantage, so I can understand you know, if you're going to bet, you'd bet on Denver. I wouldn't bet on the Eagles necessarily, but for me personally, I don't think this is a game I really want to touch. Ho, ho, ho. Chris showing no balls. What about you, Chaz? Not in this no, game. No, you know what? I, I follow you guys. I'll follow Mo if I don't have an opinion on a game. <laughs> I, I, I have a son that's a Denver fan, so we were watching that game. And I said out loud, well, if I was betting, and I wasn't because it was Breeders' Cup, I was tired, I'd be hopping on Dallas now. I must have said it like three times. I would have lost every one of those bets. <laughs> because I just assumed that then, you know, and then we talked about, you know, losing their, their spiritual leader, for lack of a better term or whatever. So what's going on with the Rams? They're just going to try to take everybody and then yeah, still lose exactly. They're just doing what Tampa Bay did last year heading into the season. We're just going to load up on every single player that's talented that we can get our hands on, and then we're going to go win a Super Bowl. That's exactly what the Rams are doing. I don't think it's going to be as easy as they think. No, not at all. I don't I don't think they're planning on it being easy either, but right now they're definitely trending in the right direction despite a tough loss against Tennessee last week, at least personally, I think. What was the other game you mentioned there, Chaz? Colts. 
You got the Colts. The Colts against Jacksonville. Yeah, it's hard not to like the Colts against the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's minus 10. We talked about Chris, you and I talked about this a little bit when we talked about our DraftKings lineups. That was the Jaguars Super Bowl of the season. I think they're going to run into a buzzsaw against the Colts. So, yeah, I'm on the Colts minus 10 here. The over-under set at 47.5. I'm sticking to the minus 10. I'm not going to touch the over-under. What about you, Chris? Yeah, you know I'm not big on the double-digit games usually on betting, but this one I'm all about. I do think that the, that was Jacksonville's played way over their head, and it's more about the Bills playing poorly than it was Jacksonville playing great. I think the Colts have been more on a roll recently. This offense is kind of starting to click. Carson Wentz is finding his rhythm. The running game is going to be good. And I think this defense is going to give this offense you know, a lot of problems from Jacksonville. So you add up all those things together, the game being in Indianapolis, I love the Colts. I love them by double digits. If every Sunday you went to the bakery in your neighborhood and the girl gave you a free cookie, what would you do next Sunday? You'd go right go to the back bakery. to that free cookie. How many times have you heard me tell you about the tenant, uh, the uh, Colts team total casting for me? Every yeah. week. Why? Because every week they've done it. I, and I talked about it uh, on one of the shows. It might be the show that was on Thursday. It might be the show you're never going to see tomorrow. What <laughs> uh, it was is I think one early in the year, they didn't cover like in the first half. And then they scored so many points in the second half that they ended up getting the team total for the game as well. But they're just, they, they're scoring points. And if, if their conference was against the spread, they'd be in first place. Yeah, well, it's not, but yeah, that's oh, a good point. Right. <laughs> For us, it's great. It went, we win money no matter what on that one. Hey, what about another uh, double-digit line going on right now? We've been talking about the Jaguars, so let's talk about the Bills and the Jets. Bills had the letdown game against the Jaguars last week, but I think this is a little bit different. I think it's a little bit different for a couple of reasons. The divisional opponent, the Bills got a little bit of a wake-up call. Minus 12 and a half. I know Mike White's been the rave of the Jets and everything like that, and I'm so sick of it. So give me, just out of spite, give me the Bills minus 12 and a half to shut up all the Jets fans and their little Mike White crap. Chris, you with me on that? I think that I am. Um, and this is going to be two games where I'm going double digits. I'm usually not big, especially in the NFL, especially how the last couple of weeks have gone. Yeah. Um, we saw Miami upset the Ravens. Um, so I do think there's hostilities for upsets to happen. Having said that, I do agree with you. I think this Bills team has to wake up a little bit. They usually have been – their get-right game has been for the last few years versus the Jets. And I do think Mike White has a Cinderella story this week kind of crashed down in the reality. Um, this isn't – I think you're going to see a team that's going to be hungry on defense. And it's not like the Jets have lit up, lit up this defense in the capacity. And then basically the offense is really struggling and really playing poorly. One of the big, big differences for me is that, you know, you look at Jacksonville's defense, they play a lot of man – Jets play a lot of zone. They, as a result, you're going to see a team that's going to be able to kind of get the little dink and dunks passes if they stick to that. But you also hear a lot about Sean McDermott. I talked about this before. We really want to establish the run. I think as a result, you're going to see the Buffalo team be a little more physical. And that's something the Jets have struggled with this entire season. And it looks like they're going to have Zach Moss back. He was able to practice in limited capacity today. So the expectation is he will have a good opportunity to pass the concussion protocol. Yeah, that's the same thing I'm looking at. I'm with you. Plus, they get Dawson Knox back. That helps as well. I just don't think they're going to let a divisional opponent get up on them, and that's why I'm all over this minus 12 and a half for the Buffalo Bills. What say you, Chaz? Well, I, I have that game written down for a few things, and, and one of the things is in the first quarter, 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Buffalo has allowed in their last 12 games a total of A, 24 points, B, 12 points, C, no points. I go with B. Oh, winner. No, no football for you. But no, seriously, <laughs> think about that. For you that are math challenged, you know, the colorblind guys out there, 12 divided by 12 is one. They're allowing a point every quarter over the last 12 games. All of them have gone under. Well, remember earlier in the year when the Jets weren't scoring in the, and we were betting them they hadn't scored for like eight or nine straight games in the first right. quarter? This I was reading live on the air when we got when we started sports betting weekly at five o'clock. I was reading the data right off the, the same sheet that we can get on Belly Up Sports, uh, Belly Up Fantasy Sports.com. And I talked myself into the under in that game Thursday night. And it worked out real well. <laughs> I, like I talked it. myself into a play live on the air. It was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's always the best to do. We come in here, we do the research, and sometimes, you know what, you get talking about it to other people out loud, and suddenly you have now, your mind, thing, you have the epiphany the go off. Chris mentioned about the double-digit dogs. Now, we have the data. So I went back years and years and years, and, and it's a coin flip. It's a coin flip. If there's 10 or more points in a game, they cover half of the time. Okay, the problem is you could pick three. So this week, there's what, five games? They're basically double-digit games, right? Almost, yeah. Oh, there's four. One of them is like nine. So we'll say there's four. The two you bet are going to not cover, and the other two are going (laughs) to cover, but you're not going to bet them. That's why they call it gambling right there, man. Speaking of one of those games, it's not quite double digits, but it's almost. Tampa Bay minus nine and a half on the road against Washington. Both of these teams are coming off of a bye week. I want to hear Chris's opinion first before I give mine on this one. Minus nine and a half, Tampa Bay, Washington. Where are you at on this this game? The over-under set at 51. So if it's beginning of the season, I'd be all over Tampa Bay, and I think I'd be betting on this game for sure, for sure. But I think as a result of kind of seeing how banged up you know, they are. The defense is definitely something that hasn't been that great the last few weeks. Um, I do think there's some opportunities for, you know, Washington football team to be able to move the ball. So I would not make a bet on this game. I think it's going to be quite possibly you know, about double digits, but right on that verge where I could see Washington getting a late touchdown. Um, and I could see something along the lines where Tampa gets up early and kind of tries to just kind of you know get through another game. Um, I don't know if they're going to probably put their, you know, let's just like put their foot to the metal and try to blow them out this game with the lack of firepower, just kind of probably want to get out of healthy. Um, so I, I do have some questions whether or not this game's going to be, they're actually going to cover this game. 
Yeah, I'm a little worried about the backdoor cover myself in this particular matchup, only because I see Tampa Bay getting up early. And like to your point, just trying to get out of there, trying to get out of all their guys intact because they're just they're dealing with a lot of injuries right now. And being that both these teams are coming off of a bye, and Washington's defense playing a little bit better heading into the bye. I don't want to take Washington plus nine and a half because they really shouldn't be able to score with Tampa Bay. But I don't know for sure Tampa Bay covers in this one. Like I said, I'm worried about the backdoor cover. What about you, Chaz? Do you got any data on this? Yeah, big time. And remember how colors work, okay? We told the guys, this is a proprietary software program that we made. And it's so cool because I, I showed somebody the other day. I, it goes through 178 college football teams in about uh, 95 seconds or something. And it tells you exactly what they've done. It's, it's not a crystal ball, though, because what's a crystal ball telling you what's going on in the future? This is telling you what happened in the past. And the colors mean a trend. So you, only, you don't have to worry about the white. The white means they're bouncing back and forth. And as you know, any given Sunday, it's amazing what happens. But when there's three in a row or 80%. So if you go three in a row and then you lose, you're, you're not at 80%. But if you win the next week, now you're four and one, that's 80%. So you would, be, you would have colors again. Washington has so much red, they should start their own blood bank. <laughs> L, 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 L. They're 0-10 against the spread in their last 10. We only show, the data only shows seven weeks. There's still three more weeks at red on, on the backside. Um, but they do allow points at home. Tampa Bay scores. You know Tampa Bay is even worse on the road. Uh, they're 1-6. So at, they're, they're, Remember, we mentioned this about Minnesota. If you're at home at Tampa Bay, you're 6-1 against the spread in your last seven. If you're on the road at Tampa Bay, you're 1-5 in, in your last six. So I, I that's screaming to me. If you like this game, bet the team total for Tampa over. Don't worry about what Washington does. Just assume that because how many weapons he could. And we talked about this because Mo was. I told you he was doing those uh, same game the parlays with anytime touchdowns. Brady could literally have four different guys catch touchdowns uh, and two different guys run for touchdowns on that team. Right? Is that would that be unheard of for six different guys to score a touchdown? Sunday with that with this game? No, I don't think it'd be unheard of. It would be unheard of for the team, but I will say most of those guys you're referring to are not playing in this game. We got Chris Godwin, who's a game-time decision. Gronk's not going to play. Antonio Brown's not going to play. So he's really down. He's got Mike Evans. He's got Leonard Fournette. And you're wondering what you're going to get out of a Tyler Johnson who's stepping in, a Cameron Bright, and O.J. Howard. There's still weapons to be had, don't get me wrong. It's still a good matchup against Washington, don't get me wrong. But they don't have the same firepower they normally would have. Well, so when you look at that game, right, and it's 51 and it's 10, I, you know, I don't know. If maybe people know this and maybe they don't. You know, you, you don't have to ask somebody what the team total is. The team total is the total for the game with the spread in it. So if, it, it's, if the game is 51 and the line is 11, then it's 31 and 20 are the total. So what you're dealing with this game is pretty much will you get 31 and a half points out of Tampa, guess what? Most weeks, Tampa scores pretty close to thirty-one and a half points. I mean, I don't, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Look, uh, another day game I want to talk about before we hop to the primetime matchups. The Falcons, the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys at minus eight. Usually, they're pretty good at covering. They didn't do it last week. I think they do it this week. Is that home? They six and one. I think for uh, for. First to spread this year. Um, last year, look, last week was kind of a was that first loss of the year. Um, 
I think the number is so good because I can so see this game being 28-20. Like, come on. Like, it's, like, it's, like, perfect. <laughs> it's, like, perfect. And it's, like, ah. Um, so, yeah, for myself, I think that Vegas has got, like, you're pulling on your strings. Like, you, you want to go Cowboys because they should. But it, I could easily see this being within an eight-point game. I'm going to take Dallas minus eight. What about you? What about you, Chaz? The, the old runner, by the way, is 54 and a half. Just put that yeah, out there. I, I, this would be a walkaway game for me for the main reason that, you know what? They, they played so ugly. They have to play better than that. But will they be that much better I, I, in a week? I don't know. Because, you know, you don't not play. It doesn't matter what game you don't play for a while. Then you got to come back. It's hard to play it right away, and then you got to play with teammates. So you got to get into the rhythm. Um, I would I would give Dallas another week, but yeah, like Chris said, they're, they're covering the spread. One more day. It's game incredible actually. how much difference this offense is without Tyron Smith, though. I mean, it's not like they have a bad offensive line without him, but they just play so differently as a football team. No, you're, you're absolutely right. You never see an offensive lineman have the biggest impact that he has. Let's talk about the Sunday night matchup. Let's talk about the Chiefs, the Raiders. Chiefs are minus two and a half. They are still favorites. The Raiders are home. Hold up. I just smiled because I know I know where we're going with this one. Go ahead, go ahead, Chaz. Do do your thing. God bless people. But remember, we I've made this clear. A point spread is a number devised by a human somewhere. And then it moves up or it moves down based on activity from other humans. I don't like humans. So point spreads are irrelevant to me. What I look for is I look for the team that is going to do is, is going to win the game. Then I kind of look at what the team totals. And I do, as you know, I've had some pretty good success predicting final scores. And that's yeah. because I'm, I'm using this data to kind of see the score. And tonight was a fine example. South Florida scored a lot of points. Cincinnati isn't being, not only aren't they getting style points, they're not being, barely beating people. Those are games that, in hindsight, are easy. You, you can't be afraid, in, in my opinion, you can't be afraid to, to say that's too many points for me. That's too many points for me. Two and a half is too many points? No, no, I'm just saying, when you see it and you don't <laughs> like it, you don't know, it could be two, a half point, guys. Could be too many points, right? <laughs> and so this is a game where I, I, I want nothing to do with it. I, I want nothing to do with if it. You, you, if, if Dan has my arms behind my back and Chris has the gun to my head and says, make your play now, we're at the window at the, at the Mirage, I'm going to bet against Kansas City on the point spread every single time. <laughs> well, I'm going to take the Raiders outright. They're my upset pick of the week, giving them outright right. a plus 125. I have them oh. winning this game, Kansas City has to prove it to me offensively. They can turn this thing around before I believe it. And the Raiders, they had a bad game against the Giants last week, but that was on the road. They're back at home. They've always played the Chiefs tough, even when the Chiefs were really good and firing on all cylinders. So I'm taking the Raiders win this game outright on the money line at plus 125. What about you, Chris? So my heart and my gut say the Chiefs are actually going to get get right game this game versus the Raiders. But I smile and cheese the whole time during a segment because all I keep thinking is the Chiefs never cover. And at two and a half <laughs> points, it makes me feel like that the Raiders do have a chance to win this game because the Chiefs never cover. So I, I, I'm avoiding this game. My gut says the Chiefs are going to win, but two and a half points isn't a whole lot in at home versus um, Las Vegas. In Las Vegas, I should say that Vegas is at home. 
So it's basically a pick em game. Um, I'm probably going to go more with Chaz's method of where I bet. If I'm going to bet on this game, I'm going to look at this halves. Maybe it's the first half. I think Smiles is kind of missing out. I can jump on the second half or vice versa. Uh, both these primetime games are perfect for our line, you know, trends because now we got the Monday night game. San Francisco's oh, at home. Oh, we've only talked about your 49ers every single week for the life. Yeah, I'm winning. Oh. Mo- I'm winning lots of money betting against them, and I have no problem with it. By the way, minus four or no? I'm sorry. That, 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 Plus four. The Rams are minus four. The 49ers are plus four. Uh, Yeah, I'm all about the Rams. Look, they had the bad game against the Tennessee Titans last week. I think they bounced back this week. San Francisco's terrible at home. They don't cover. They don't win. I'm all about the Rams at minus four. I think that's a gift of a line, frankly, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, there's usually complaints about the Vegas line and kind of just being right there on the verge. I, I don't know if I'm missing out on something. I don't know if we're going to find Matthew Stafford's not playing or something, but <laughs> if that's really the line, I and we know the trend, you know, we talk about it consistently for the 49ers, they're terrible at home. I think they've lost with the last eight or nine games at home, which is going back to last year. They, they struggle to score any kind of points. This team for the Rams has every reason to kind of come out. Now, I know maybe there are people holding on to the past, the fact that Shanahan has beat McMay the last five times. Um, but I think this is a chance for McVay to kind of get that monkey off his back because when you look at the talent on the field, the Rams have way superior talent than the 49ers do, and it's not in L.A., it's in San Francisco. It's like it was a whole table advantage for the Rams. They lost 31-17 to against Colt McCoy and the Arizona Cardinals last week. Come on, Chaz, where are you at? Yeah, you know what? Again, the data only goes seven weeks because seven weeks is really enough. But if you want to dig deeper and you pay for the other data that I get, I, I, I pay a lot of money for this data. All it is is L's. It's just L's for San Francisco against the spread. It's as many L's as you can imagine. There's five W's going back to the middle of 2020. So, you know, well over a season. They're like 11 and 4, 11 and 5 at home, 12 and I mean, five against the spread. They're like five and 12 against the spread, the last 17 overall. And at home, it's even worse. Yeah, I'm all over the Rams to cap off that money night. Talk about point spreads. Now, you mentioned it. What am I missing here? How are there all these double digit games and the Rams? Now, I understand the Rams didn't look great and he threw some picks, but. Well, would all agree Tennessee's a pretty good football team? It's not like they're the Jacksonville Jaguars or the, right. or, 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 or the Jets. They're the Tennessee Titans. And where do you get a good running game? You you said you didn't. You were surprised how much the losing that lineman impacted their their offense. Well, the bottom line is, what do they always tell you? What do you build first if you're building a franchise? Trenches. One position that you guys don't even talk about in fantasy: linemen. Got to build the trenches. Got to win the trenches in order to do anything on the field, frankly. Exactly. So Tennessee, obviously, you know, they, they plug other guys in. You don't replace that guy. He's a, he's incredible. He's just – to watch him run, it really is like when you go to your family reunion and you got the drunk uncle who wants to play with the kids and he just runs over them, you know? People get hurt when Derrick Henry runs. <laughs> well, to that point, though, Chaz, if you look at the four-and-hours line, it's, it's banged up. They lost the right tackle for the season. Uh, Trent Williams has been in and out of their lineup, so I mean this this matches up on paper fantastically for the for, for for the Rams. I'm just shocked this is only four, and I would jump on that before it changes because I think that's a, that's a steal. 
one hundred percent. Who would have thought it would have jumped already? I mean, it hasn't moved. I'm just confused too. And and that's the other aspect of, of lines. What we always talk about, right? Monday, you'll know. You're confused. About <laughs> Monday, you'll know exactly why that line was four. No, I feel pretty good. I think you're getting good value for this one. That's gonna do it for the show, guys. I hope you all enjoyed it. Remember to sign up for the free MD's DFS contest. The link is in the social media at belly up MDFF show in the comments to this show. We'll promote it out again throughout the weekend. A couple of times leading up till Sunday, a kickoff. It is free. If you win, you'll win one free week of the easy sports betting data and your name will be eligible for the November giveaway for a championship football from championship footballs. Dot com. I'm your host, Dan Maynard. Parlay, parlay, Chris- parlay. Oh, Parlay. I'm sorry. I always forget that at the end. Parlay. Uh, Chris, you got, you got yours? I'm going the Rams. If I can get to go first, I'm taking go that. Ahead. I'm on the Steelers. You're on the Steelers over the Detroit Lions. We actually didn't talk about the game, but that is a good, that is a good one as, now, as well. I, I'm going to take the Indianapolis Colts minus 10 against the Jacksonville Jaguars myself. That will do it. We'll have our three-way team parlay. We'll keep you up to date on that next week. And Chaz, as you always like to say, always be cashing. Always be cashing. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.